Galentine's Day, sis listeners. It's Hey Aisha, your host. Same pod, new week. And if you're new here, this is Sis the Podcast. I am so excited. I've never really been a Valentine's Day person. See, that was my father's birthday. My father passed away when I was 15. So I spent years deeply in mourning. And I didn't really celebrate the commercial holiday aka Valentine's Day, like a lot of other people did. I'll tell you more about what Valentine's Day is, but it's typically celebrated the day before Valentine's Day. And I was immediately excited about Valentine's Day once I heard the premise. And so today, this episode is going to be all about Valentine's Day. This episode has a little bit of something for everybody. And we're definitely going to get into that today but you know how we do things around here at sis the podcast you will hear from the feature business of the episode then we'll talk a little bit more about what galentine's day is and my history with galentine's day and i have a galentine's day program rolled out for us so make sure i'm hoping you stay tuned i'm hoping that you take this ride with me but first after these messages we'll be right back in the Galentine's Day spirit. So let's play a little game. Have y'all heard of a company that is socially conscious, a company whose ingredients are derived from plants, a company that's black woman owned and whose concept came to the founder after a visit from an ancestor in a dream? If you know, you know, and if you don't, I'm telling you, you need to know about Honey Pot. Bia Dixon literally received the vision for this brand when an ancestor visited her in the dream after she suffered from bacterial vaginosis and those effects for months. Bia's dream led her to develop a plant-derived feminine care system. I love their tag because they say it's made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas. I purchased my pads, my sensitive feminine wash, and wipes from this company. I love how transparent this brand is with sharing the ingredients in their products and their product is also listed in the Environmental Working Group, aka EWG's Skin Deep app, which measures the toxicity of ingredients in different products and they are at a three out of 10 on the EWG's scale. What I love about this product is for the pads, especially they're infused with herbs. And so you get this calming, cooling type sensation that for me really helps to counter the bloated and crampy feeling that I get during my menstrual cycle. Visit thehoneypot.co. That's T-H-E-H-O-N-E-Y P-O-T dot C as in cat, O as in olive, thehoneypot.co and sign up to their email list or text list to get 15% off your purchase online. They donate a portion from all of their proceeds to set aside some of their product to give to women in need, homeless women, low income women, and they do this for women all throughout the world. And if you know how big it is for women in a tight situation, in a desperate situation, in a situation where they are surviving and and trying to get on their feet. It's hard sometimes for them 
to get access to the things that we take for granted. So support this socially conscious black woman owned business today. And with that, we'll get back to the show. Okay, so is Valentine's Day a national holiday? Uh, I wish it was, but it's not. And who made this holiday up? Where did it come from? Let's talk about the origin of Galentine's Day. So if you watch television, some of y'all aren't TV watchers, there's a show called Parks and Recreation. And back in like 2010, I want to say, a character on the show, Leslie Nope, who's played by Amy Poehler, the comedian and actress, there was one episode where this character decided to celebrate the women in her life. And she decided that the best day to do this was on February 13th. Your girlfriend. Yay! What's Galentine's Day? Oh, it's only the best day of the year. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands and our boyfriends at home and we just come and kick it breakfast style. Ladies celebrating ladies. You know my code. Hose before bros. But in that episode, Leslie showers her friends with like these very odd gifts. Like they're well-intentioned, but they're odd. She made handmade mosaics of her friends' faces. She gave them crocheted flowered pins. And she wrote 5,000 word essays on why she loves each of them so much. They drank mimosas. They had a bomb breakfast. And she was just over the top. Why do I think Valentine's Day is just one of the best things, even though I didn't like Valentine's Day for a really long time. I've always been the one who liked to meet up with my ladies and just kick it. Watching TV with the girls, with some wine and some good food, girls' trips, and all those types of things. So Valentine's Day is like the essence of what I love, that camaraderie, that sisterhood, spending time together, ditching all of the stress, if you want to say the men is the stress, then we can go with that. But I'm not trying to promote any negativity. But we're leaving behind things that sometimes feel like work and labor just to enjoy each other and adjust each other's crowns. And so I first started celebrating, I want to say that episode of Parks and Recreation, the Valentine's Day episode aired in 2010. And I actually started celebrating... Valentine's Day probably back in 2015. Most recently, the way I've been celebrating it the last three years has been with my younger cousins because mentorship is really important to me. So I always try to be the big sister to them that they maybe don't have, Um, especially my cousins who are the big sister and they feel like they don't have anyone to turn to. I try to be that for them. So we started out one year by going to a dinner theater and it was really cool. Sahara Ware playing in a casting of Aida that was dinner movie theater. And if you don't know who that is, she was on Build It Sis episode two, season one, go back and listen to it. She really inspired me to get this podcast off the ground, just in case you didn't know. Sahara was having a show and I decided to come out and bring my cousins with. And Sahara made that experience so special for them. They even got to meet some of her fellow castmates. She came out and took pictures with us. They had the time of their lives. And I was very intentional in letting them know that 
I want you guys to have great experiences like this so that as you go out in your love lives and your romantic lives, that, you know, you've had some experiences and you aren't necessarily so, I guess my words were easily impressed that may be problematic, but that's how I think. I want them to know what it's like to be wined and dined so they come in with a gold standard. We got all dressed up. We took lots of pictures. We had filet mignon. We had, or well, I had cocktails, but I put their drinks in fancy little cups so that they could feel like they were, you know, sipping on something too. And we just basked in our, uh, our divine feminine power. We've been doing something like that pretty much every year. So for this year, we're actually going to be having a special pole party at a pole studio out in the area that I live with a group of phenomenal ladies, very small numbers. We got all of our COVID protocols in place to make sure nobody gets sick. And we're gonna learn a special routine because my cousins are now of age. They're grown women now. And every year we try to do something different so that we can have a new experience together. Or even if it's not new for us, we can be present and create just this great moment where we celebrate our lineage. We celebrate our our blackness, our womanhood, and just enjoying time with each other. So that's why Valentine's Day has a special, special moment in my heart. And I really think that everybody should have this. I think that we should all celebrate Valentine's Day and it doesn't even have to be on February 13th. You can pick another day where you do it and call it whatever you want to do it. But I think we should all have a day like this in our lives. Let's divert. And in true Valentine's Day fashion, we're going to celebrate. Ooh, ooh. Yes, I'm aging myself with those sound effects, but there's so much to celebrate on sis. Number one, shout out to our listeners in Germany and Russia. When I started to see these regions pop up regularly in my analytics, I was shocked. I, I really only thought people in the U.S. would be listening to this. I just want to say uh, thank you for listening. I should have Googled what it was to say in uh German. But gracias. Thank you from my heart to yours. Thank you for supporting and listening every week. We have so much more to celebrate because so many of the women who have graced the mic on the show are celebrating amazing, amazing things. And that's one of my favorite things about Galentine's. You get to catch up if you haven't seen your friends in a while because like we're all busy, right? We're all busy. You get to catch up and find out what they're doing and what good things are going on and we just celebrate the good in that moment. So I am going to talk about some of the updates that I've seen starting with Sahara Ware. Now I already mentioned her. She was in episode two but if you remember that episode she was actually pregnant and since then she's had her beautiful little baby boy and she's always working. You know Sahara is an actress so she's always working on something. So she's back out there working. Congratulations on becoming a, a great new mom and also on getting back into your craft and back into the entertainment industry is something that you've been doing since you were a small child and something that you love so much. Next, 
we actually had Myra and Danica in episode three and Dr. Fayola Fears. Now, Myra and Danica, they are the hosts of the Black Women Healing Podcast. They have done amazing things from adult tea mug that I actually had to order another one. I used that thing so much that I cracked it, y'all. And <laughs> they have an amazing workbook that came out. Myra also has a great a workbook and journal that came out as well and of course the links will be in the show notes and Dr. Uh, Fayola Fears also is newly engaged and just celebrating some amazing things if I get approval I will share the video on Instagram for sure but she had an amazing surprise proposal and yes y'all she said yes Myra has books and a lot of amazing creations but her greatest creation as of late is her baby baby shy came to join us plus the black women healing podcast celebrated their 100th episode and they're now in season two so myra and danica are near and dear to my heart i just love everything that they are doing and that they continue to do. And I just get so much out of knowing them and listening to them every week. So thank you ladies for being amazing. And congratulations on your engagement, Dr. Fears. There are some amazing uh, things going on in my friend circles. Number one, I had two friends that came on the podcast. Uh, Mariette Williams, she was on recently. And she talked about being the strong friend and how to plan a girl's trip, etc. And then Daliana Rivera, she was on the show and she talked about being the accountability partner friend, the friend that keeps you honest and keeps you focused on your goals. So Daliana has a new podcast that actually just aired last week, first episodes out. She got new uh, promo for that and everything. So y'all make sure you check it out. And then Mariette, so let me tell you about Mariette, okay? Henny, okay, sorry to be annoying, but (laughs) Mariette actually wrote an article for BuzzFeed. So I saw this article about 15 books you should read to fill the insecure void that you have inside of you now that the show has ended, right? I was like, yo, this sounds like a dope read and I know my girl Mariette is gonna love this let me read this and then let me send it to her so I clicked on the article to read it and it says by Mariette Williams so I'm fangirling because like if y'all couldn't tell I stand my friend and um I was just so excited but this list is thorough and I'm gonna have to share some of those reads with you later on but oh my goodness y'all I was so proud of my friend to see her on BuzzFeed And I also have some other friends like my friend Iman. She is a writer and she actually was in the very first episode of the season and she gave her experience with sisterhood. Iman wrote a children's book called Carter's Way, All the Things You Can Become. It's a book she dedicated to her cutie patootie little nephew and it's an A through Z letter book that talks about career focus, etc. in a very understandable way for small children. Her book is placed in Barnes and Nobles. She literally just had a uh, reading at a Barnes and Noble in Los Angeles, and she signed and autographed books as well, too, for the children. So 
so many of our season one sis alumni are killing it it's hard to keep up with what everyone is doing um santrice was on an episode she's launched a line of airbnb so if you're in dallas texas and you need a dope place to stay that's not too far from the Cowboys stadium she would be the one to to check out her vacation rental our coach t who came on and talked about vulnerability she has launched so many amazing challenges for getting to know who you are uh, tapping into your vulnerability letting go of fear and she even has started to tour other podcasts so like i said we're celebrating our sisters and i'm sorry if i forgot anybody just know that i love you all and i appreciate you all for coming on the show and sharing your brilliance with everybody i also want to celebrate our listeners on sis uh you guys are so loyal and it's not a whole bunch of you but Whenever I feel like uh, nobody's listening or nobody cares, I get a nudge. I get a DM from someone saying, hey, when is the next episode coming out? Or I saw this and I thought of you and I think you should talk about this on the pod. Or have you thought about this question for the pod? Like y'all are so thorough. And so I celebrate you for all that you are, for all that you aspire to be. And I just thank you for being a ray of sunshine in my life, sis. I mentioned earlier dope reads. So for some reason, I always like to talk about what I'm reading with my friends. And most of them are into it. So for Black History Month, because let's not forget, this is Black History Month. I'm actually uh, reading my grandmother's book. Leela Franklin was my maternal grandmother and she wrote a book called Woodland. So I've been reading that book. Uh, This would be the second time that I read it. Sadly, I should have read it more, but it is what it is. And I'm also reading Hannah Nicole Jones, the 1619 Project book. Now, the 1619 Project was actually a series of articles and pieces that Hannah Nicole Jones curated and wrote and put together for the New York Times. Her work was so captivating that she got a Pulitzer Prize for her work, which is like the highest honor for a journalist. Additionally, the project was so received well and so popular that they created a short, a limited series podcast called the 1619 project and it's about six episodes you can listen to it it is amazing additionally now she has an anthology of works that she's curated and put together for her book it's 16 chapters i'm currently on chapter eight of the book but to celebrate marriott's article on buzzfeed i wanted to share a few of the titles that she suggested and there were some that stood out to me here on her list so the very first one that stood out to me was something good a novel and it's by vanessa miller and Mariette's summary of this says in something good alexis is texting and driving when she accidentally hits a young man john john leaving him paralyzed Before the accident, Alexis and her husband seem to live the perfect life, but the incident starts to chip at their seemingly perfect marriage. And she goes on to describe some other details of the book. We are going to hit it 
reading rainbow style and you are just going to have to read the rest. The article is in <laughs> the show notes so you can get more of the description. Maybe we could even do a group read, a buddy read, something. Y'all let me know how you feel about that. So as we get ready to wrap this episode up, right, I want you guys to really consider celebrating Valentine's Day. And I know some of us, we're all different. Some of us don't have a lot of gal pals. You don't have a lot of people to plan a Valentine's Day with. Maybe you're somebody who is yearning to connect with more women. I challenge you to go and look on your Eventbrite or some type of meetup platform. And look for Valentine's Day celebrations. You would be surprised at how many people are throwing them now, especially as a way to connect and meet with other women. You absolutely have to give it a shot. And if you're not ready to put yourself out there like that, because it is COVID and we have to respect that, maybe text a friend or join a digital book club, a digital Spanish club, join something that will put you out there to meet the great kind of women out there, more of the women like you, so that you can start to form those bonds and build those connections that you are so yearning for, right? If you're not really into celebrations right now, maybe use the 13th as a day to reach out to your old friends and just make sure they're okay. Or you can go digital and have a Valentine's Day Zoom. Now, I encourage you to take some notes from like the instructional design field and don't make this just a Zoom where you guys sip cocktails and show up. Put some games in there. Use what there's all types of um, word clouds that you can make. There's all types of apps that allow you to take polls or even do like truth or dare, and you know, digitally. So... Go ahead and find out what's out there and spice up your Zoom and have fun with the gals digitally in a safe way. So for those of you who are a little bit more adventurous and willing to go out there, you could do like me this year and host a pole party. You can uh, have maybe a dancer or a salsa instructor come teach you a routine, or you could host a sip and paint. We've done sip and paints in my friend group and it was so much fun. We had an artist come out and t- and honey, let me tell y'all, I cannot draw to save my life. If somebody came to me and said, draw a self-portrait of yourself or else you're going to die, I'm going to tell you, tr- pull the trigger, boom, I'm probably done because stick figures are difficult for me. No cap, no cap. I am not even playing. <laughs> I'm not good at it. But at our sip and paint, the artist was so patient in explaining that I was actually able to paint the assignment and people actually knew what it was. It was such a great feeling because something that I've always wished I could be able to do, I was able to do it. And yeah, it might have looked like an advanced eight-year-old did it, but that's better than what I did in the past. So I said all that to say, try something new. It doesn't have to be breakfast with your friends like the original depiction was. It could be going horseback riding. It could be, I don't know, hiring an exotic dancer to come dance for y'all. If that's y'all thing, you know, 
you have to get creative and I would say you can do the same thing every year or you can do like my cousins and I and we seek out a new experience every year. I just say what you should do is really like focus on being present, focus on getting to know your friends more, creating conversations, games and activities that will allow y'all to not only catch up but get to know each other in a better way i truly believe that sisterhood is a form of therapy so i feel that the divine feminine energy that i speak of is joy it's creativity it's erotic not in the sense of like the gross pornographic way but it's this elation that's indescribable and i definitely think that we need to do more things that allow us to tap into that creative, youthful, divine, feminine energy that we are so often divorced from. So whatever you do, do do something that taps into that, that healing, powerful force. And you can have party favors. Like you can decorate if you're arts and craftsy, you can, you know, find a, a Valentine's Day theme and decorate it. Or you can just dress up, look nice and have some good food together. It's really there aren't really any rules here and more and more people are finding out about Galentine. So for those of you who think Amazon's the devil, please cover your ears. I'm so sorry, but Amazon has a ton of stuff that you can get shipped to your doorstep surrounded around a Galentine's day theme. It's really simple. If you're crafty, there's tons of Pinterest and YouTubes on how to create the proper environment, but you don't have to do any of that either. Um, one thing for me is I always like to have a party favor. I think it's really important to have a party favor while it's not required. It doesn't have to be all fancy and simple. I think it just has to be something that's intentional and memorable because the keepsakes kind of transport you back to that moment, to that good moment. So if you're having a bad day, if you need a mental vacation, if you just need to remember something good, you can look at that keepsake or keep it someplace visible and be taken back to your amazing Valentine's Day celebration and all the good that came from it. There's just one last thing I want to do with you. I want us to do a writing prompt together, okay? So I am going to give you three different prompts and you can choose whichever one you want. Pause the episode, do it, and then listen to the remainder of the episode after that, okay? So let me read these prompts to you. You have three choices, okay? So the very first prompt is number one. How can you improve your approach to self-care from this day forward? That's choice number one. Choice number two is describe a romantic fantasy that you want to come true and now write an affirmation that you can read daily to help you manifest that romantic fantasy. And once you write that affirmation, I want you to put it someplace where you can see it every day so that you can help to think about it, meditate on it and manifest it. And the third option that you have is I am going to celebrate Valentine's Day 2022 in the following ways. 
pause this, take five minutes, or if you're driving someplace where your hands aren't free, take five minutes to think about it. Come back and listen to the hopes of the episode. See you in a minute. Welcome back, sis. That is it for our episode. I have written my prompts out and I'm actually going to share it on social media. So I'll be sharing mine on Instagram. So you guys will find out which prompt I picked and I will actually share my full prompts on Instagram, what I wrote out. Now you can feel free to share yours with me or not, but I hope you participated whatever you decide. I hope that you guys are safe. I hope that you're practicing great mental health hygiene, saying no and honoring no as a complete sentence, honoring yourself and being kind to yourself and giving yourself grace daily. I hope that you are realizing that you don't have to save the world, sis, that you just have to save yourself because how can you save the world if you don't save yourself first? And I really, really hope that the peace of love, joy, connectedness, and sisterhood follow you after you listen to this episode and all the days after that. No woman is an island and people need people. There's actual research that links strong relationships to better health outcomes. So please, 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 please. Work on your relationships, work on your mental health, work on you. Stay healthy out here in these vid streets. And until next time, sis.